Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Steve Johnson, welcome to the program, and thank you for participating today on Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Steve, thank you for spending some time with us. Well, thank you so much for having me on today. I'm I'm really glad to be here. You know, uh, you have an interesting story, which we'll get into, and um, Steve is the owner of Virtuosity Music Instruments in Boston, and it's a very unique company. It's been around for seven years. We're going to talk about it. And Steve has been very successful in running this business in such a short time. Steve, tell me a little bit of how uh, you did get started in this profession. So I uh, went to school for music. Uh, I did um, undergraduate and and master's degrees in trumpet at uh, the Cincinnati Conservatory. after that, my wife and I uh, were kind of looking. This was this would be around 2008, um, kind of at the the bottom of the car industry. So naturally, we we went to uh, Michigan, uh, you know, where it was uh, not the greatest economy. But we we got a job. Uh, my wife got a job offer in the in the music industry at that point, and um, I tagged along. Um, I ended up working in violin repair as most uh, trumpet players do, I guess, right? Um, so uh, that was my first real introduction to the industry. Uh, I was managing the repair shop, uh, doing some uh, negotiating with museums and, and other institutions about doing some high-end restorations. Um, and then a couple of years later, we ended up in a spot where I was offered a position in a doctoral program here at Boston University. Uh, also for music. Um, while I was here, I took a job with a uh, local music store that had been around for many, many years and um, ended up starting as a data entry uh, position, which kind of morphed into an inventory control position. And then also more then uh, ended up being a director of retail sales. Um, which, you know, the, the role kept elevating and and after a while, it became um, a little bit too much to do while I was uh, pursuing a doctoral degree. So I, I ended up just kind of coming on full board and, and working with that. We had um, some great success. Ultimately, uh, I decided to leave that company and uh, pivoted to a, a smaller, smaller company doing similar type things, but mostly just outside sales. Um, so at this point, I had had experience in a lot of the different facets of the industry, uh, whether it be service, sales, inventory control, manufacturing, you know, I'd, I'd had a little bit of experience in all of that. Um, I was approached by 
uh, a few manufacturers saying, hey, Boston is currently without a um, representative for our product. What do you think? You know, or would you be able to, do you know anybody? Would you be willing to? And um, so, you know, I thought it over. My wife and I talked about it. And, and so I started taking meetings uh, with SCORE up here, um, which for anybody who doesn't know who SCORE is, you, you've got to know who SCORE is. It's, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful resource through the SBA. Um, I was going for weekly meetings and we were, we were preparing a business plan. We were looking at market research and ultimately came out of it with, um, with a 7A SBA loan to start my company. Um, we are, we opened uh, our doors in November of 2015. Um, and we are located across the hall, uh, I'm sorry, across the street from Symphony Hall. We're a block away from New England Conservatory, a block and a half away from the Berkeley College of Music and not too much further away from the Boston Conservatory. Um, the location really stands out in the industry as one of the most centralized and, and kind of just in the thick of it um, places um, really in, in, in the world. And, and that's was very strategic on our part. I mean, certainly I can save money by you know going down the road two or three miles, but we just wouldn't have the same sort of foot traffic. Um, and that's we really do um, you know keep that in mind when we are um, planning and, and, and looking at what we want to do next and where our next moves are is we, we have this great advantage kind of built in. Um, so that was um, you know 2015 that we started and and we've been going strong ever since. new new things coming down the road all the time, new challenges, um, new initiatives. I mean we're we're trying to be kind of on the front edge of the um, of, uh, of what's going on and we're lucky that we have, you know, the, the college students because they kind of keep us uh, keep us there and or, and really force us to stay there because they're the ones that are feeding us the newest and the latest and um, in terms of consumer trends. So we 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 do our best to kind of stay in touch with them um, and and your, keep them. Touch. Your location is like a Louis Vuitton shop on Fifth Avenue in New in New York, in many ways, you know. Yeah, it, it uh, one one of our vendors said you've just opened a lemonade stand in the desert, my friend. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, you know that has a lot to do with strategic planning. And you mentioned Score, and I work with the uh, one of the executive directors down here in the New Haven, and it is a wonderful organization. Um, I've loaned them, I've donated my books to them, and my and my workshops and things, and they. They do a great job, and I, I, it's good to hear that you got something out of it and took advantage of all that they teach because they do a great job. Steve, um, you know, you've been successful in seven years. You know, uh, you were in the running for the what, Massachusetts Small Business Business uh, Program a couple of years ago. Can you tell us about that? Yep. Uh, so in 2019, uh, we were one of 20 businesses selected for uh, the SBA's Emerging Leader Program, uh, which is a six-month kind of intensive um, MBA-style course. Which was um, it was very it was eye-opening and and really and not to sound overly dramatic, but it was it was life-changing. I mean, it was it was something that was validating um and also educational because you know as a small business owner or 
or as somebody who's kind of come up through the ranks in other businesses, in previous situations, you always have somebody to go and say, well, you know, am I doing this the way that you want or should be done? And, and once you get to the ownership role, it's really hard to kind of have that validation that, you know, you're on the right track, you're in the right path. And for me to be able to uh, work with 20 other, you know, 19 other businesses on a weekly basis, and even though our businesses were... I mean, completely different. I mean, there were, there were maybe one or two other retailers involved, um, but certainly not in um, musical instruments. Um, but there was a lot of manufacturing, a lot of you know, trucking, mechanics, repairs, that sort of thing. And, and it was just, there were a lot of common threads. So it was, it was really nice to hear that I wasn't alone and, and having, um, you know, guest experts every week to come and answer real live uh, examples was just invaluable too. And 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 um, I've said this before. I mean, without we had the the course ran from April to October in 2019, um, and the end the end result was coming out with a, a three year strategic growth plan, which we had begun implementing. <clears throat> which the big focus was um, improving our digital footprint. Well. When we started implementing it in February of 2020, we had no idea it was coming down the road, and it really, uh, it really saved us. It really allowed us to have, you know, we had our digital assets all ready to go, and we deployed them when we came, come to find out when we need them the most. So it was really a blessing that we were able to be involved with that program, and uh, I we still i still talk to some of my course mates um on a regular basis and um see them also doing very well um currently um as well so it's yeah. it's really it's nice and it was it was really an invaluable course and it really got me open to the resources that are available i mean of course i had been exposed to score previously which you know i and and to be honest i talked to my score the same score advisor that helped me get started 7 years ago i talked to him a couple of weeks ago and and just checked in and it's it's really nice to be able to have that you know continuity as well and know that uh, there's there's help and and um support out there for small business owners too you know you just brought up two things that i i have in my book about business owners don't spend enough time working on their business they're always in it touching the widgets all the time they want to spend their time there now you mentioned score you you mentioned the emerging leader recognition and the and the program you spend a lot of time working on your business and it's paid off because you're you're just doing so well and it's a good lesson you you know you're you're a good poster child for why you should work on your business and the other thing i i always say and i have said it in my book the two biggest things that uh, hurt business owners is not taking enough time to work on the details and work on their business and it doesn't have to be a lot of time and secondly always being unaware of so many things out uh, outside of their their widgets. In other words, there's so much more to business than just what you sell and service and make. Otherwise, your business doesn't run. So you're like a poster child for uh, you know getting off the platform with your business. It's fantastic. And with that, with that statement, Steve, now that you've been around for seven years, what 
What do you think are the things that have put you on the success track at this point that you could take that you could name? Well, <clears throat> certainly we've been fortunate to have some opportunities come up for us um, that have you know boosted our our reputation. But it's but we really take um, constructive criticism and or suggestions very seriously, and and that's a product of being very open and conversive with our client base. I mean, we're, we're we we strive to create an environment where these students and professionals can come in and feel comfortable uh, you know, asking questions or just hanging out. I, we have, we have a, a, you know, some nice, uh, nice sitting area up front with coffee and, and tea that, and, and free Wi-Fi that we encourage the students. If you're on your, if you need a time between classes, come over and hang out with us. I mean, we, we take the time to kind of pick their brains, what's going on at the schools, what are they teaching you? What, are, what do we need to know about to support that, that journey? And it's um, through that, that we, you know, have been able to create some opportunities for ourselves, but it, really it's just being honest with ourselves about what our limits are and where we can go and what we can do um you know we we just we just try to make sure that we know that uh what we do and what we say is is going to make the rounds so we want to make sure that um we want to make sure that um we have um the the capacity to to use that and grow from it so i mean that's really where it, I guess the it's it's it seems like a kind of a cliche answer, but really it's just keeping our customers happy and and um, using that to grow. Yeah, but you know, I think what you're really saying is that you're using these key strategic value drivers, which is culture, the integrity, uh, being involved with your client base. I mean, you know your client well. Uh, that, that's the first thing I understood when I spoke to you. You knew exactly who your market was which made it uh, a little bit easier to go more worldwide and international. And that's a key. And a lot of business owners, and again, again, this podcast is about taking the, the knowledge that you've learned to be successful and helping somebody else redefine where they are and also sharing, hey, these, this was a failure, but this is what I did. And what you did was quite interesting. You knew your, your ideal client and, and that's, that's fantastic. And, and you have a nice culture. Uh, if anybody wants to know about Steve's business, go on the on the um, website, which I'll put in the show notes. But he's got some key people there that are very talented. And I can see a culture that has developed there, Steve. Yeah. And, and I, that's another, you know, certainly an important thing is just a culture. And whether it's their interaction with us or their interaction with other uh colleagues that that happen to be there i mean we've had occasions where uh professional touring groups are in the store i mean you know we work with some of the the bands that tour throughout the summer dave matthews band um jimmy buffett's band and that sort of thing when we see these people when they come through boston and to have the students who are in that pre-professional realm come in and be able to converse one-on-one -on -one with these people uh, on 
you know, it's, it's, uh, it's invaluable for them because they, they're kind of headed in that direction and to know people who are out there doing it, it, it gives them reassurance that they're, you know, either on the right track or maybe they need to adjust things or what's going on professionally, what to expect. Uh, it's, it's the sort of thing that you're not always able to get in a, in a classroom setting. So it's, uh, that's the sort of educational component that we really enjoy, um, kind of introducing uh, in the store as well. So, Yeah, and I get a kick out of when you tell me that some of these professional people pop by. The guy from Ghostbusters came in, and you've got, you got some interesting days in, at your work, don't you? Yeah, yep. There are there are days. I mean, I, I've, uh, you know, the uh, we just happened to have uh, the, one of the members of the Blues Brothers band was in a few weeks ago. That was that was a, a unexpected treat. Um uh, you know, people who are out on tour and that sort of thing. And you just, you just never know who you're going to run into. I mean, the, the conductor of the Boston symphony up here is, is a trumpet player and, and has been known to make an appearance here and there. Um, but also, you know, you can have uh, great jazz musicians, classical musicians. We've had, we've had, we're very fortunate to have been able to uh, help them out and, and their clients, just like our students are clients. I mean, they're, they're, you know, equal footing in terms of, you know what what they expect out of the relationship and and we do our best to accommodate all of them equally yeah, sorry about it was the blues brothers not not ghostbusters but yep yeah blues brothers yep brother. yeah that's pretty cool got a cool cool deal hey i what makes you um what concerns you the most about your industry do you have any concerns down the road with your industry um we you know there's always there's there's perpetual concerns you know when um, we're able to have instruments for us quality is is a real um cornerstone of what we advocate for and then that informs uh what we carry i mean we have a very curated inventory and there's certain brands that i've elected to not represent in the store because i'm not convinced of the quality or the warranty or the, or just the reputation of the company um so the concern is that there are a lot of um, a lot of companies that are looking either just cutting costs, cutting costs, and and it's resulting in kind of a disposable um, disposable inventory culture, uh, which to me is 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 concerning because you know a quality item um, for professional. Uh, is is what we're going after. Um, you know, the vintage gear is always going to have that because that's just the way it was constructed. But, you know, when we have, um, you know, a factory that churns out four to five different brands from the same factory and they're kind of all the same things, yet we still can't get parts to repair them, that becomes challenging for us. So, but luckily there's enough legacy business in, in um you know, our field that we're fortunate that we still have plenty of that, but I just see, um, you know, the cost structure being a big thing about that. And, and currently, you know, uh, there are uh, fortunately not any of the instruments that we carry, but there are some significant delays based on shipping uh, that are coming from the far East that are proving problematic for uh, competitors in our industry. But Really, we just at the end of the day, we want somebody to end up with something that they're going to be happy with, that's going to last, that's going to be reliable, and that's that's the name of, of the game when it comes to what we do. So that that is the real, you know, it's it's always tough to tell somebody when they bring it in, 
um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but this is just beyond repair or the repair is going to exceed the value of this product because there's just, there's no, um, there's not as enough quality for us to be able to, to work with this and uh, we can't source parts for it. So that's, that's really one of the big concerns, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the always, always their concern is, is, uh, you know, internet retail versus, you know, brick and mortar retail. Well, you know, that is, that's one of the reasons why we've created this community environment with a warming, you know, a welcoming um, area that we can have people come in. I mean, that's something you can't get on, um, you know, one of the large internet retailers. Also, it's a very much a, a tactile experience here. Try it before you buy it. It's much like buying a car. Um, you you want to test drive it before you pay for it. And um, that's going to be something that will hopefully will always be there. Um, but that being said, uh, for the last you know two and a half years, we've also done virtual consultations. But again, that's a that's a person to person thing. It's a very it's a personal uh, interaction that we we really take seriously. Um, so you know, both of them, yes, those two things are issues, but but they are that do concern me. But at the same time, we're trying to stay ahead of it by allowing us to justify our. Um, the way we do business uh, with that, uh, you know, personal connection and that quality aspect. So Steve, let's do this. I'd like to like people understand totally what you do for your clients. Go take us. Uh, what's a typical client coming into your store and talking about you about. Sure. Well, let's use the example of, of what we call a, a pre-professional Um um, pre-professional player. So somebody who's in one of the conservatories, um, they'll come in, uh, we'll ask them, you know, what sort of gear they're looking for, where they're at currently and where they'd like to go. Um, so for example, if we're searching for a professional, uh, level saxophone, we're going to see what sort of genre of music they're playing. We're going to see what sort of um, you know mouthpiece setup they're using. We're going to see also who they're studying with. So you know these uh, students are in a are assigned to a uh, studio with a, a designated teacher for a year, sometimes four, uh, and the input that their teacher has is is valuable to us um, because they meet with them weekly and know a little bit more uh, intimately what. Uh, the student is uh, where their capabilities lie and where they're headed. So that's uh, that starts to we start tailoring the offerings down from there. Um, we'll have them sit up in a, in our practice room uh, in our sound room. We've got microphones and playback equipment available for them to listen back to themselves, or we offer our ears. I mean, everybody here has at least a master's degree uh, in music, and we we. Uh, are able to kind of narrow down the fields and we have specialists in, in each of the instruments that are uh, able to work with these students. Sometimes this is a two to three hour process and they're able to find something immediately. Sometimes this is a, a month long process, but we'd rather do it right the first time than, um, you know, take a wild stab at it and then get into the returns and, and the, um, 
exchanges type game uh, just because that you know that certainly ups our credibility as somebody who's you know i'm genuinely interested in your success i'm not obviously we're, we're ultimately we're looking to sell product and and um you know earn uh, earn money that way but it really that this customer satisfaction end is what really drives um repeat business and that's uh, one thing that we we definitely keep an eye on i mean currently our our repeat uh, customer we we have 75 percent of our client base is repeat customers you know uh, as you're explaining that <clears throat> excuse me it answers a lot of other questions i was going to ask you which is you know why is your firm this firm to go to and how do you keep your clients well you just kind of answered that it sounds like uh, which i'm really happy to hear you put all the quality up front with the the, the customer and certainly no guarantee they're going to buy from you but you put a lot of time in and again that just goes back to your culture of caring about people that come into your shop or talk to you about their needs um it also tells me um you're really the place to go to because it's hard for me to believe that a lot of people would spend that quality time without any guarantees that they can sell a product or whatever it might be you know um, right and, and that's you know there it, it does seem like that's a lot of time to invest in either a potential or a non-potential but we've we've had situations where we we weren't able to find the right fit for somebody but yet the time the they valued the time that we spent with them and still remain repeat customers for other other parts of the business yeah. so you know we also have a full service repair shop and, and you know plenty of accessories that go with these instruments so it's it it's really the you know that that quality connection that kind of gets the relationship started and and that's um that's that's what we're going for in that respect and you know most and then, frankly, it's an advantage as a smaller retailer that we don't have to, you know, kind of police that while you're spending a lot of time with this person, they may not end up buying anything. Let's let's see if we can move along, you know, cut the cord and, and so to speak. But that's for us, that's all quality interaction and um, good word of mouth, too, you know, which is it, always it, the best. You're very consistent with your message, uh, which is great. And um, you're very consistent, not only in your message, but you're doing those consistent things, uh, which makes business really good. It's hard. Let's put it this way. It would be hard not to do business with virtuosity, music, musical instruments because of the way you set up your firm. Steve, we have hit the, the we're, we're there and we're going to end it here. But is there anything you'd like to leave us with just just a note i'm going to put all your contact information in the show notes so people will be able to get to you but is there anything you'd like to leave us with as uh, a comment or whatever you'd like before we go no i i really i just i, I appreciate the the opportunity to kind of tell our story uh, it's for somebody who had, uh, you know, my business training came through, you know, working in retail for many years, whether it in college afterwards or otherwise, um, and uh, just so happened to have had taken business classes because they were the only ones that fit into my schedule in college. Um, but to have this opportunity to to speak about what makes our business tick and and 
is just it's it's really nice to be able to to share the story and and because uh, you know we are working in and on our business at all the times and it, sometimes it's hard to appreciate how far we've come but this really kind of forces us to take a step back and and appreciate uh, you know where we are now and and for that I I thank you and um, that's really you know just take some time to smell the roses uh, yeah, because yeah. you know no matter where you are you're you're probably doing something right. You know, you're, you're very humble. I enjoy talking to you, but I have to laugh because here's a guy that blows the horn, but he ends up fixing strings instruments. That's a, for the first job. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, hey, Steve, it was a pleasure. I, I'm really happy to introduce your business to our audience. Uh, for those people out there that have a need to talk to Steve, you'll be able to get that information. And Steve, again, we'll do some more things together, but I want to thank you for taking the time and uh, spending it with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone.com. That's P-E-R-R-O-N-E at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C-Inc. Dot com And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at neccginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.